Good to have you back. Welcome in. Final hour of the program. Talk a little NFL here at the top. This this hour brought to you by our friends at Cunis RV, Wisconsin's fastest growing RV dealer and the best. Voted on by you. Voted the best in the state of Wisconsin. Wisconsin's number one RV dealer service accessories. Yeah, boy. Go to Cunis. K-U-N-E-S. CunisRV.com. That is Cunis rv.com again cunisrv.com they're all over the state of wisconsin uh, you can also check out the automotive side too go to shop s-h-o-p shop cunis.com all right so the uh the top 10 uh, list which I, I i don't necessarily like doing but since it was asked of me i know that uh uh some people have kind of you know drawn an interest in some of the things i guess that are going on i don't know if it's the nfl network or who's asking all of this who has the most pressure on them but when you start to roll through this list, okay, when you start to roll through this, you first of all, some breaking news out of the NFL. Speaking uh, of the NFL, the NFL, a handful of NFL players, including the Indianapolis Colts cornerback and kick returner Isaiah Rogers, are expected to receive season-long suspensions this week for violating the NFL's policy on gambling. Uh, word broke a little while ago that Rodgers, the subject of a league investigation into possible violations of the league's gambling policy, including possible bets placed on Colts games. Huge no-no. Rodgers acknowledged the situation on social media earlier this month, saying he takes full responsibility for his actions. The NFL said last week that uh, it planned to reinforce its gambling policy to all players, all rookies, will now be required to attend a mandatory education session and a group of league officials is making an in-person visit to team facilities to emphasize and clarify what activities are prohibited uh, amid the rapid, what they call the rapid proliferation of sports gambling. The six key rules of gambling policies that the league's going to emphasize are, one, never, ever, ever bet on the NFL. Two, don't ever gamble at your team's facility or while traveling for a road game or staying at a team hotel. Three, don't ever have somebody place a bet for you. Uh, four, don't ever share team's inside information. Five, never enter a sports book during the NFL playing season. And six, don't ever play fantasy football. Four Detroit Lions players, one Washington Commanders player, suspended by the NFL, the Lions wide receiver Quintess Cephas and safety C.J. Moore, suspended indefinitely for betting on NFL games, as was the Commanders defensive end uh, Shaka Tony, Lions wide receivers Jamison Williams, Stanley Berryhill, were suspended for six games each for mobile betting that occurred at the Lions' Allen Park facility. The Lions subsequently released Cephas, Moore, and Berryhill. Uh, we all know that there were some other players that were suspended last year. The NFL is expected to make more suspensions this week. This week. In other words, look, during the season, in season, put your phone away and quit betting. Quit betting on the NFL. Quit betting on games. Quit betting on college football. Stop it. Don't do it anymore. If you're at home and you want to bet on your, your former alma mater, okay. Beyond that, stop. Don't do it. Not worth it. But that's some breaking news out of the NFL. It just came across the wire a little while ago. Okay. 
So that being said, you start to look at teams around the National Football League and specifically quarterbacks with a ton of pressure coming into the season. Ton, ton of pressure coming into the season. Um, you you got to start with Bryce Young in Carolina. Bryce Young not expected to do much there, but being the number one overall pick, being given the starting reins, obviously he's going to have pressure coming into the season. No doubt about it, okay? Number nine, and there's no name to this because we don't know who the starter is going to be. But whoever is the starting quarterback or the main play caller for San Francisco, because everybody feels this team is a Super Bowl-ready team. All you need to do is get under center and don't screw it up. But you don't know. Is it going to be Trey Lance? Is it going to be Brock Purdy? Is somebody else? I mean, whatever. Whoever is the quarterback for San Francisco, because of all the possibilities they have, because as strong as this team is, they're looking to win themselves a championship. And so if you're anybody with San Francisco – you, you can't go in and then start screwing it up. So whoever's going to be the play caller is going to be that guy. Right now, Brock Purdy's listed as number one on the depth chart. Don't forget, though, they have Sam Darnold. They have Brandon Allen. Uh, they have Trey Lance. So we'll see. Um, then at number eight, Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow, along with Cincinnati, um, they, have, uh, they got knocked out by Kansas City, the uh, ultimate champions. They've had a pretty good rivalry with Kansas City. There's already a war of words between uh, Kansas City and Cincinnati. Travis Kelsey going after Jamar Chase and back and forth. So Joe Burrow's coming into this season, uh, and also he's about to get paid. He's going to have even more pressure on him this year to get back to that promised land, just a year removed from being in the Super Bowl. Number seven, Jordan Love. Jordan Love. Some of you may disagree. But Jordan Love has big shoes to fill, not just one set, but two sets, because it's been two, three decades of Hall of Fame quarterback play where the level of expectation is so incredibly high from the quarterback position. It's almost unachievable. But Jordan Love is being looked at by many as the don't-screw-it-up guy, be-better-than-average guy. Don't have to be a Hall of Famer, just don't stink. But this is a pivotal year. He's got contract riding on this. He's got future money riding on this. He's got, obviously, a lot of the angst of Packers fans riding on this. And he's then got the comparison constantly to the guy that got traded away for him in Aaron Rodgers. So sitting there at number seven, I believe it's uh, it's Mac, or not Mac Jones, it's Jordan Love. It's Jordan Love. I think Jordan Love's got a ton, a ton of pressure on him right now um you can also go with uh at number six they've got uh, daniel jones not mac jones but daniel jones in new york now daniel jones is he's 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 an afterthought so there really isn't a ton of pressure on him but you're still playing in new york and they're looking to expound upon what they did last year in the postseason they knocked off the minnesota vikings and then ultimately got beat but Daniel Jones, the New York Giants, they're playing second fiddle to all the publicity, to the hard knocks, to everything going on right now in New York because the Jets are picked as the clear favorite. So Daniel Jones is trying to get out from underneath that shadow, trying to make a name for himself, trying to advance because, God forbid, Aaron Rodgers plays really well and Daniel Jones doesn't. He's going to be the scapegoat in New York. So Daniel Jones has a ton of pressure on him. Number five, 
the quarterback with the fifth most amount of pressure, in my opinion, on them coming into this NFL season has got to be Russell Wilson. Right? It's got to be Russell Wilson. He sucked last year. Sucked. Everything was blamed on him. His arrogance, his selfishness, his office, firing of the coach. Now they fired the coach, and Nathaniel Hackett's gone. Right? That experiment went horrifically bad. So was it Russell Wilson or was it Nathaniel Hackett? For, for Russell Wilson to get the fingers off of him, teamed up now with Sean Payton, he has got to have a better year. Otherwise, everybody again is going to say, Seattle knew what you were and they were smarter than you were. And they were smarter than the rest of the world to get rid of you. So he's got to have a bounce back year. Russell Wilson comes in at number five. Number four, Lamar Jackson. He just got paid. They've given him OBJ. They've upgraded everything from getting a healthy J.K. Dobbins back, the offensive line, ton of pressure on Harbaugh to win, ton of pressure to beat Cincinnati for that division. Got to be Lamar Jackson. They gave him pretty pretty much everything he wanted short short of everything guaranteed, which, remember, he was going to hold out for. He's been banged up, didn't play last year in the postseason when some thought that he could have, and he was just holding out so that way he could say, hey, Go ahead and fail without me and then see how far you're going to get. So depending on who you believe and the rumors that were floating around out there, Lamar Jackson coming into this season, fourth most quarterback when it comes to total pressure on them. Number three, got to be Josh Allen. Got to win the division. Got to get further than just getting a win in the postseason. Got to. Got to. Coming in with the Stephon Diggs issue, talking about how it's all on him. It's not on Stefan. They've got problems. you got McDermott and company. They're getting some contract extensions. But Josh Allen, that window is starting to close. He's got to pick it up. He's got to have this career year, and he's got to cut down on the red zone picks. Got to. For that team to be successful, Josh Allen has to have an incredible year. He's got to lead them deep into the postseason or to at least an AFC championship game. But this year, I think, as they know that window is starting to close, there's a lot of desperation to get back to a Super Bowl, and Josh Allen's going to be feeling that pressure. I don't think there's any doubt about it. Coming in at number two, Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott, the worst when it came to uh, you know a number of touchdowns thrown versus picks. He was awful, awful. Didn't matter where he was throwing the football, it was bad. Had a poor season. The whole Mike Mike McCarthy's under a ton of pressure. The whole Mike McCarthy quarterback school is under pressure. There's a big magnifying glass on it. Dallas, Micah Parsons, you know, kind of shooting his mouth off a little bit, although Micah Parsons can at least back it up. But Dak Prescott was given the keys of the kingdom. Jerry Jones bet all his brisket on him, kept paying him, thought he was great, kept backing him up. Now even Jerry Jones has started to back off of that a little bit. Dak Prescott, ton of pressure coming into the season. Has to have it. Has to have that pressure coming into the season. 100% agree. And I've always said Dak Prescott's never never going to win you a title. Never going to win you a title. And this year's one of those proving years. So, it, and they, they got rid of Zeke Elliott. They've trimmed some, trimmed some of the fat. He, he's, he's supposedly in great shape, not banged up, blah, 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 with Dak Prescott. I don't care. But Dak Prescott, ton of pressure coming in uh, this season on him. And number one, we don't need to look any further than the other guy in New York, and that's Aaron Rodgers. 
He uh, comes out of the darkness. We know the saga. You know, he says he didn't demand his guys, but he wanted his guys. He took his guys from Green Bay, which don't let the door hit you in the ass on the way out. God love Randall Cobb. He was a tremendous Packer when he was here. Same with Mercedes Lewis and everybody else. But the whole thing of we're taking our ball, we're going somewhere else, we're, we can win here in New York. Something about the Green Bay Packers organization hamstrung them. It, it, it handcuffed them. They couldn't win here. So they're going to take their show to New York, and they're going to win there. They're going to put that team back into the postseason for the first time since Moses was a baby. Joe Namath, all that kind of stuff. You know, use my number. Don't use my number. Passing away, all that. Now you got the spotlight square on you. You know, all the you know the hallucinogenics and all the opinions and the two fingers and three fingers of scotch and being the elitist and all the drama. And now you've got hard knocks following you following you around on top of that for a team that when hard knocks does come knocking on your door doesn't win. Yeah, you got a ton of pressure. Everything's been heaped upon the New York Jets, and it's all because of number four. Or, excuse me, because of number 12. Well, Ford did it years ago, but now because of number 12, which I think he's number eight now. But Aaron Rodgers, the most pressure in the National Football League. So I'd go Rodgers, Dak, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson, Daniel Jones, Jordan Love, Joe Burrow, whoever is under center in San Francisco, and then Bryce Young, the number one overall pick this year. That's my top ten with the most pressure on them in football this season, going into this NFL season. Agree? Disagree. Or different thoughts. I'll take them all. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Want to find out what your thoughts are in this. Find it interesting. Just depending on uh, who you think has more pressure and why. Uh, hey, uh, speaking of pressure, I know when you want to you know, slip the ring on somebody's finger, oh, yeah, there's some pressure there. Or the right anniversary gift or the right wedding gift or the right necklace or pendant. You know, trust me, the people at Kane and Kane Jewelers out in West Bend, they want to rock your world. Go to Kane, K-O-E-H-N, KaneJewelry.com. That's KaneJewelry.com. And see for yourself everything that Andy Kane and his staff have to offer. They have got the Hearts on Fire Diamond, which are just absolutely stunning. They've got a lot of great handmade jewelry. They're a repair center as well. But if you really want to sit down, you can schedule an appointment if you want to. Go out and look at rings. Go out and look about the cut quality and carrots and clarity and all that kind of stuff. You can do that. Check out our friends at Kane, K-O-E-H-N, KaneJewelry.com. That is KaneJewelry.com, located in West Bend. And it's worth the drive. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome to Palo Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. May I take your order? I'd like nine windows, please. Of course. All our products are custom made just for you. I'm hoping they'll match my home. Of course they can. Have it your way. Excuse me? We're talking about windows, right? Yes, we customize any decor. Our design options are virtually limitless, even more customized than your coffee. So you're like my personal barista for windows and doors. Exactly. And you couldn't have picked a better time because if you customize your order by August 31st, you can bundle and save big. Good deal. That was easy. Thank you. Drive through. 
Pella's premium wood windows and patio doors feature distinguished craftsmanship and nearly endless possibilities. Bundle and save when you customize your order by August 31st at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Visit PellaWI.com. Master Z's Blue Mountain Road in Brookfield. Uh, I have uh, been enjoying their products uh, all summer long and really started uh, heavily last week. But uh, we're going to be traveling a little bit. Uh, but one of the things that I do throw in the back of the boat when we're sitting by the pool down at the uh, lake house in Indiana is the Adirondack chairs. Because if you lay those things next to the boat, or excuse me, next to the uh, the pool, uh, they're, they're tilted just enough and low enough that you can let your feet hang in the water. Oh, love those things. Sitting there with the big wide handles, the wide arms. Adirondack chairs for you can throw a cigar on one side and throw a beverage on the other. Oh, so good. Love those Adirondack chairs. But uh, they have all different things uh, for outdoor living with our friends at Master Z's. Whether it's patio furniture, umbrellas, pool tables, and shuffleboards for the inside. Table games inside. Uh, all the accessories as well. Uh, and, a, and a buddy of mine, um, Scotty, just bought a grill from them. A really nice grill. They have uh, everything from the big green eggs to some of the other nicer grills that are out there. But bought a really nice grill. And one of the things that he wanted was uh, one that had a chicken rotisserie on it. And it's got the rotisserie that turns and such. And and uh, he bought that from them as well. So Master Z's, as they say, see it today, have it tomorrow. Call them 262-746-5931. 262-746-5931. Master Z's on Blue Mound Road in Brookfield. And people come from all over Wisconsin and beyond the borders because they have such high-quality items. Just great stuff at Master Z's. Stop in and check it out for yourself. So um, the I went through the list of the, the top ten quarterbacks who really have something to prove this year, okay, in my opinion. Okay, um, and it goes like this: uh, Bryce Young at number ten, whoever's under center in San Francisco at number nine, uh, Joe Burrow's at number eight, Jordan Love at number seven, Daniel Jones out of New York at number six, uh, Russell Wilson at number five, Lamar Jackson in Baltimore at number four, Josh Allen in Buffalo at number three, Dak Prescott in Dallas at number two, and number one is Aaron Rodgers in New York. Okay, uh, Jason says no Jalen Hurts or Kirk Cousins or Goff. Uh, it's a subjective thing, I'm aware. Cousins should have a say in the division. Finally, right? Goff without some of his guys on suspension and a questionable, questionable draft. Most people feel that the draft for the uh, for the um, Lions was really good. That they did some really good things in the first couple of rounds specifically. Specifically. However, Kirk Cousins, the, the pr- there's pressure, yes, but they won the division last year. The pressure on Kirk Cousins, I, I see. I don't think it's Kirk Cousins. I think it's more so. Even though he had a couple of picks in the uh, in the game against the Giants that they lost, it's probably more so on the defense to actually support the offense. Now he's going to have to get it done, obviously, without uh, Dalvin Cook this year. But Kirk Cousins, yeah, you you know maybe Jalen Hurts got Philadelphia to a Super Bowl. You know, 
Um, the pressure now, yeah, you want to repeat, you want to get back, but the pressure to get to a Super Bowl, even though they bolstered that roster tremendously uh, this offseason, um, I think I don't think there's as much pressure for him, even though they believe that this is their year. You could you could certainly put him on the list for reasons that I'm mentioning, but when it comes to needing to get there, Joe Burrows needs to get back. That window's closing. He's about to get to get paid. Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, a lot of guys coming up on that roster. You know, uh, you look at Jordan Love, obviously filling in the shoes of both Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. He has got to perform to somewhat of a decent level for Packers fans to say, okay, give this guy a chance. If he performs poorly, they're going to try to run him good against everybody out of town, probably more so good against. Um, you know, I go to Russell Wilson, whose who's season just flat out sucked last year. Uh, Lamar Jackson was holding out, wanted the money. I mean, there's a lot of things attached to that. But, no, I couldn't, I couldn't disagree with some, some of the stuff that you say. I couldn't disagree totally with that. Again, it's subjective, and certainly we can add some names to the list, but that's just that's kind of just my list, you know? That's kind of just my list. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Yeah, I, Sam Cuffel tweeted out that uh, the worst air quality right now is right over me in Waukesha. We are right on the verge of being very unhealthy. Or actually, we're very unhealthy now, actually, now that I take it back. It's on the uh, very unhealthy. And I'll tell you this, you can feel it. You can feel it big time. When you go outside, uh, I've noticed, the one thing I've noticed today with this whole air quality and all the smoke over us is the fact that um, I'm coughing. I was coughing last night. Coughing woke me up when I was sleeping. Uh, Yesterday, I was eating. And it's like little particles get caught in the back of your throat. You know how you got to cough to kind of get, you know, whatever. Uh, like if you've ever had like a powdered donut and you've eaten it too fast or you inhaled some of that powder and you're kind of like, <clears throat> you got to cough that up. It's been kind of that kind of cough. I've noticed that. Um, I am going to go out later when I get off the air today. I've got to make a run down the Summerfest grounds. And then I got to pick some up, uh, some stuff up for Fisher House, Wisconsin. Uh, so I got, you know, the charity side of stuff to do, the uh, that aspect, um, because I'm going to be taking some of the equipment down to the Summerfest grounds on Friday and on Saturday when we're going to be there. Don't forget, our broadcast is going to emanate from the Generac uh, Pavilion at Summerfest coming up on Friday. And then on Saturday, uh, Kristen and I are going to be in the booth uh, handing out the informational kits on Fisher House from 3 o'clock to 6 o'clock. So if you want to come by, come by. We'd love to see you. Love to see you. Our buddy Wade from Peeper Electric is going to be there, uh, I believe, from noon to 3. And then we're going to take over from 3 to 6 before we ultimately get out of there. But, yeah, we're looking forward to it. It should be a lot of fun. Um, I always love doing these things. But, uh, yeah, hopefully the air quality clears up by tomorrow. I know they're talking about the possibility of showers and thunderstorms later on tonight, which would knock some of this stuff out of the air. Maybe the winds change a little bit. But I'll tell you this. When we were getting the 86-degree weather and the wind was out of the south, and the skies were blue and clear, man. It was awesome. It was awesome. But the, to get this stuff out of here, oof, I guess like half of Canada is on fire, right? Are they even close to getting this thing under control, to getting these fires out? Uh, that I don't know. That I don't know. But, uh, but yeah, it's been it's it, not just for myself here in Waukesha, but bad for everybody. Bad for everybody. I can't imagine that this this is good for farmers growing 
things. I can't imagine it's good for breathing out in the outside. Uh, certainly, uh, a lot of activities have been canceled because of it. I know baseball games have been canceled. Softball games have been canceled. Uh, outdoor workouts. I mean, the gym up the street, which is always outside doing like what they do, the cross training or CrossFit or whatever it is. They've been inside. They're not outside in the morning. So, yeah, I got to imagine it's bad for everybody. Bad for everybody, no doubt. 877-867-1600 or 1670. Give us a shout. We got a lot more coming up. More of the Bill Michael Show right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back. Good to have you. The Bill Michael Show. We continue on. Got to say thanks to our friends at J&L Tire. J&L Tire, they are uh, located in two locations, actually, Watertown and in Johnson Creek. And the one in Johnson Creek is right off the highway, just north of the Johnson Creek exit, right off of 94. And uh, you can see them, actually, from the highway. But if you are driving a regular sedan, you're out and about, you want to get your oil changed, they can do it. New tires, they can do it. How about a big rig driver? If you're out there right now and you got a tire that's blown out or you got some tires that are going bad, you got some air brake work that needs to be done, some trailer work, maybe the trailer needs to be straightened, whatever, they've got a huge facility over there as well. They can help you out. That's JNLTire.com from all the way from the soccer mom cars to big rigs on the road. They can do it, and they want to say thank you for voting them the best tire dealer out there. Congratulations to JNL Tire. Uh, Lyle is just such a good guy and his son, Chad, they run the one in Johnson Creek and, uh, the one in Watertown is fantastic as well, but, uh, that's JNL tire. Go to JNLtire.com. That is JNLtire.com. By the way, by the way, so I didn't know this, but apparently, uh, Canada this is my, from my buddy, Dwayne, Dwayne's covering all. He said, uh, apparently Canada is letting the large portion of these fires just burn versus spending the money to fight them. And they said, um, uh, what is it, 118 million acres have burned in Canada. Just crazy. Just crazy. Uh, They said uh, some of these fires could burn until either one, rain, or snow and cold put them out. That's that's like just bananas, man. Uh, and, and again, the mid portion of Canada, it's not as occupied. Not heavily, you know, the, the country itself is not nearly as heavily occupied across the entire you know country as like the United States is. So you know, it's it's different when it comes to containment. It's different when it comes to the the threat to housing and to cities and such. But man, it's just crazy, just crazy. And they say, now I'm reading an article that talks about the underbrush. For many years that these forests have, uh, you know, as leaves fall and they get thicker and thicker underbrush and dead branches and dead trees and things like that begin to fall. Uh, This is what they talk about out in California, about clearing that dead underbrush because that becomes so flammable. And then that's what ultimately burns. And it's that's where the heat comes from. And that's where all of it just kind of, uh, you know, adds fuel to the fire, pardon the pun for uh for these forest fires so uh just crazy stuff going on in canada and it's affecting 
you know, remember the the video out of New York? Uh, was it about a month ago, I guess, when this whole thing really became more prevalent? About a month ago when the sky in New York was orange because of the ash and the sun and reflecting, reflection on the ash and the still burning embers and stuff. It just bananas, man. Holy mackerel. I, I will say this, that um, I got up this morning and I came out um, in my truck was it had a thin layer of like an ash. I just got the thing washed, but it's got like a thin layer of ash on it. So it's, and you can smell it where we live here. Just crazy. Crazy. Uh, 877-867-1670. Mark says, uh, I think you're pretty much spot on. You could probably move a few guys around unit. But when it comes to the most pressurized quarterbacks in the National Football League, I think you got it right. Uh, New York is about to find out everything that we've already known about Aaron Rodgers, about the pomposity of it all. Uh, Mick says, what about Trevor Lawrence? He finally got the Jacksonville Jaguars back into the postseason. Do you think he's got to follow that up? I think there's guys like him, Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert, maybe you could probably add to the list. I mean, because the Chargers have been right there. They keep thinking that this, there's going to be this breakthrough. And he's got a contract coming up. So and we don't talk about the Chargers very, very much. I mean, most of the, the L.A. press goes towards the Rams and Sean McVay and everything they have going on rather than the Chargers, who just very quietly live as a secondary tenant in SoFi Stadium. And you could, you could talk about the Chargers a little bit. You know, you could probably say that Justin Herbert really needs this one. You know, he needs to maybe have that that season in which he also then can say, hey, I, look at me, I've arrived. Uh, I didn't talk about uh, Patrick Mahomes. What more does Patrick Mahomes have to do, right? He's he, To win a back-to-back, you know, Super Bowl, very tough in the National Football League. He's got a couple of them. He's been there, done that. You know, right now, anything he does is gravy already on a, a, a perfect pile of mashed potatoes, right? Uh, a guy that I could have put on the list and didn't, Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo in uh, Vegas with Devontae Adams, Jacoby Myers, Hunter Renfro, those guys, they, uh, he's, he's, you know, they're looking at him because, remember, they got rid of Derek Carr. They've got some pressure on him as well. So, yes, you could, you could look in that direction. You could talk about all, all of the quarterbacks, really, in the AFC West in some way, shape, or form. I'm not really worried about Matthew Stafford. Kyler Murray I didn't talk about because I've never thought Kyler Murray was good. I thought he was better than what they had at the time. But Kyler Murray got paid. He got banged up. He's only played good first halves of seasons. I don't think there's any pressure other than just to him to keep his mouth shut and stop being such a petulant baby. That's just my opinion. But beyond that, Ryan Tannehill maybe? Could you put Ryan Tannehill on the list? You could. I don't think he has nearly as, as much pressure. Deshaun Watson, maybe, to come back. Have a, he had a decent second half of his season last year. He started to show a little bit of that Deshaun Watson promise. Now he's got a year removed from being suspended. He's got a year removed from all the ac- accusations. He's got a year removed where he can just concentrate on football and see what he ends up doing. Yeah, you could look at it in that direction. Absolutely. Mac Jones, I started to say, uh, in New England. You know, between him, Bill Belichick, possibly trying to trade for Aaron Rodgers and get rid of Mac Jones. Maybe he's got some pressure there. Yes, Justin Fields certainly has some pressure on him uh, this year to show that he's more than just a a runner of the football. Absolutely. Uh, Jared Goff to follow up what they did this past season in Detroit. But see, 
Detroit's Detroit, man. They're just happy to be talked about right now. They haven't taken that next step. They haven't found themselves, you know, viable contenders in the postseason. Their their Super Bowl was beating the Packers at Lambeau last year to knock the Packers out of the postseason. So, you know, yeah, there's pressure to advance, but uh, you know, I don't know. I, I still think uh, Detroit had a pretty good uh, pretty good draft, but uh, you know, uh, Jason was right. They've got some they've got some misgivings when it comes to guys in the gambling side of things. So, I mean, it's you, you can go through a lot of this list. I mean, Atlanta started to show some promise. Ritter's coming in to take over that quarterback spot. Basically a one-year audition or a few-game audition in Atlanta. Can Atlanta be a team that can be reckoned with? You know, you got Desmond Ritter. There's Taylor Heineke behind him. Not that Taylor Heineke's breathing down his throat by any stretch of the imagination, but maybe you can go in that direction if you want to talk about a little bit of pressure. I think uh, there could be a little bit of pressure in New Orleans, too. You know, you can look at Derek Carr, who comes in. Jameis Winston battling for that top spot. Jameis wants to be a starter. You know, Derek Carr, you know, you find out a lot of the ugly details about how the the, the organization and, and such made his wife cry out in, in Las Vegas. And he finally said that was the straw that broke the camel's back. Screw you. I want out. Get me out of here. Everything that was going on. And so Derek Carr goes to New Orleans where he's not supposed to have pressure, but he's got Michael Thomas. He's uh, Ryan Ramchek is his uh, big right tackle. He's got Trevor Penning as his big left tackle. He's got a decent uh, Alvin Kamara as the running back back there. You know, they've got a decent tight end in Juwan Johnson. So they've got a, a Chris Olave, who they picked up in the draft last year, solid wide receiver. Uh, T.A. Perry, who they picked up late this year in the, I think it was like the fifth or sixth round. So they picked him up. They've got some guys that they can actually throw to. So maybe Derek Carr, but I'm not going to put any – like right now New Orleans is just looking to climb back into this thing. They're not looking to really, you know, kind of kind of take that, that next step. So – um, so that anyway, anyway, that being said, that's kind of my, my top 10. So it's up for a lot of conjecture, certainly, but that's kind of, kind of where I'm going. It's funny because, uh, yes, uh, Max says, uh, are you watching uh, ESPN right now on Max Kellerman? I just flipped it on during the commercial break and they're going through the top 10 quarterbacks this year. Now he's going through the top 10 quarterbacks, not the top 10 with the most pressure. Uh, you know the one guy I did not put on this list, and I'm leaving off of the list on purpose, and then some people are questioning me on, is Tua. Tua has pressure. But I think Tua's pressure is, is right now, it's not to replicate and duplicate what he did at the beginning of last season. I think what he needs to do is just to be able to stay healthy. There's a lot of pieces in place in Miami. Yes, I understand that. But his big thing is just stay healthy. Just stay healthy. 877-867-1670-877-867-1670. If you want to find us, please feel free. Go ahead and do so. Um, what else? What else do we have here? Um, Isaiah says, hey, Bill, uh, I am also watching uh, the four-letter network, as you call it, right now. Have you ever met Diana Rossini? I did. You know where we met her? Funny enough, met her on the floor uh, on opening night in Arizona at the I don't know, the Footprint Center, whatever the hell they call it now, uh, when it was opening night for the NFL, uh, for the Super Bowl, when they introduced both teams, and everybody's doing the opening night broadcast. Uh, I had a chance to chat with her for, I don't know, it was five minutes, something like that. It started out, actually, her and Kristen were talking about their tops, 
<laughs> oddly enough. She liked her top. The other one liked their top. And uh, Diana Rossini's a tiny little thing. Big rock on her hand, I'll say that, but she's a tiny little thing. She's got to be all of maybe 5'5", five, 5'4", five, five, something like that, maybe smaller even. But she's tiny, tiny. Looks good, though. But, yeah, I had a chance to talk with her for just a couple of minutes. Uh, we were talking, and, again, it's the, when you, people found out that, you know, hey, you cover the Packers. The first question was, what are you hearing regarding Aaron Rodgers? What are you hearing regarding Gutekinds? What are you hearing regarding Jordan Love? What do you, you know, what is your opinion when he comes into the darkness and comes out, what are your thoughts then? And this, and blah, blah, blah. It was just, that's what it was at the time because none of this with the trade and New York and all that stuff, none of that had transpired by then. So that's where the discussion was at the time. But, yeah, it was, it was fun. It's a good time. 877, and that's one of the reasons we do what we do uh, as far as our coverage of Super Bowl and such because it's just, it's it's a moshing and mingling of personalities and we get a chance to see a lot of people and kind of spread the name and the show and all that kind of stuff and and it, it really does become beneficial to both us and and them so but uh it's great to have those uh <laughs> jason no i did not tell her to lose my number she doesn't have my number <laughs> she didn't want my number <laughs> I, i'm not kidding you it was we sat on the uh we were on the, it was myself and erica mike clemens and Kristen, and uh and she sat and talked with Erica and Kristen, and they were talking fashion more than anything. While we waited, as you stand down there and you wait for you know opening night to get underway, there's a lot of standing around and waiting. And then they have the productions. You know, the cheerleaders come out, the mascots comes out. Remember, they had uh, the Kelsey mother was there, and she was on stage delivering stuff and. There's a lot of hoopla and a lot of – then they bring in former MVPs and coaches and people are doing, you know, discussions of who's got the better team and why. And all of that takes place before they even begin to bring the teams out. So there's a lot of standing around regarding all of that. So, anyway. Uh, let's do this. We're going to step out, take a quick break, come back. We'll wrap things up. More of the Bill Michael Show. Final segment coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome to Palo Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. May I take your order? I'd like nine windows, please. Of course. All our products are custom made just for you. I'm hoping they'll match my home. Of course they can. Have it your way. Excuse me? We're talking about windows, right? Yes, we customize any decor. Our design options are virtually limitless, even more customized than your coffee. So you're like my personal barista for windows and doors. Exactly. And you couldn't have picked a better time because if you customize your order by August 31st, you can bundle and save big. Good deal. That was easy. Thank you. Drive through. Pella's premium wood windows and patio doors feature distinguished craftsmanship and nearly endless possibilities. Bundle and save when you customize your order by August 31st at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Visit PellaWI.com.
Good to have you. Welcome back. Bill Michael Show. Final segment before we get out of here. And uh, a couple of things. Don't forget, uh, we'll be back at it again tomorrow. Brewers coming up tonight, uh, taking on the Mets. Wade Miley goes to the Hill tonight uh, for Milwaukee. Uh, also, a reminder, on Friday, we are going to be live. We're going to be at Summerfest. And I know the show is a little early for those that are going to Summerfest. But uh, I think the gates open up at noon. So if you're going to be in uh, early at Summerfest uh, on Friday, we're going to be at the Generac stage. We're going to be working with our friends from Generac. So uh, thanks to them for inviting us down. Thanks to them for supporting Fisher House Wisconsin and veterans and first responders. So we're going to be there uh, on uh, opening uh, at the Generac stage on Friday. And then on Saturday, if you're there, uh, Kristen and I are going to be there from uh, 3 to 6. 3 to 6, making an appearance inside the Fisher House tent, which is down by the Generac stage. So come on by and say hi. We're really looking forward to shaking everybody's hands and spreading the uh, word about Fisher House. And, uh, you know, maybe taking donations, whatever it is, you your information or your want is, but we'd be glad to uh, to talk to you a little bit about it. So thanks to everybody that's already going to come by. So we appreciate that. So again, Fisher House uh, broadcast uh, coming up at Generac Stage on Friday. We're going to be there manning the Fisher House booth coming up on Saturday. So a good weekend uh, coming up. But uh, got uh, Brewers baseball tonight. Brewers baseball again tomorrow against New York before they go into Pittsburgh and they get that three-game series underway there. 877-867-1670-877-867-1670. Jason said, yeah, I could take Diana Rossini over many uh, of the guys. ESPN, I going to ESPN, and I, I just bring this up only because we were just talking about it. Uh, the I, How do I put this kindly? There are some people that, one, don't belong there. They don't add anything to the broadcast. I am somebody who always wants to learn. I, I listen to radio, I listen to television, I I want to learn something, okay? And I want to learn something, not just for my own show, but I want to learn something that's going to give me an insight as to what's going on, all right? Sometimes it's rumors and innuendos, you know, sometimes it's statistical information, whatever. But I look to learn something. There are some people that I, I don't know why they're there. I really don't. Now, any former player brings something to the table, some type of knowledge and insight, okay? That I appreciate. If they're used properly and asked the right questions. But I I just, uh, I'll give you that. Diana Rossini, she seems to know her stuff. Adam Schefter, while people don't like him, seems to know his stuff. Uh, there's some people there, though, that absolutely have no reason to be there other than an agenda period that's it it's just it just dumbs you down i have i can't tell you how many times i've shut the tv off and it doesn't matter whether it's the nfl or major league baseball or the nba or whatever there is times that i have turned the tv off and i've said i just wasted those 10 minutes of my life waiting for something to pique my interests and it just it doesn't happen so anyway, uh, that being said, so that's kind of bringing, bringing us to the end of the program today. Thanks to everybody for uh, participating. This was a good spirited debate today and a lot of levels. Good stuff. Brewers, uh, Brewers chatter today. Hopefully the Brewers get back at it and hopefully we see 
their uh, you know their 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 bats pick up, and you'd like to see more consistency, especially with two more against New York, three against Pittsburgh, four against the Cubs, and three against Cincinnati before the All Star break. You'd really like to see them grasp a hold of this, and don't forget tomorrow is a key day because tomorrow is the 81st game of the season, the official halfway point of the baseball season for the Milwaukee Brewers. So you know what this team is, right? You know what it is. It's not going to change a whole lot unless some guys just all of a sudden get hot. So you know what it is. By tomorrow, you, you, you've got your definitive answer as to what this season is and what this team is and what you believe they can and can't do. So big stuff coming over, up over the next 48 hours and then obviously uh, going into the All-Star break with all of these teams in the NL Central that they're going to be facing with the Pittsburgh Pirates, the Cubs, and and the Reds. So uh, good stuff there. So that's going to do it. Going to do it for today. I'm going to effort out, head down to the Summerfest grounds, get some credentials, get uh, some stuff for our Fisher House uh, outing coming up this weekend, picked up, get ready. And uh, and then after that, I think I'm going to be like a lot of you. I think I'm going to just kind of kick back with the radio on tonight, maybe listen to some Brewers stuff, watch it later on this evening. Get outside, eat a little bit. That'll be the end of it. Good stuff there. Um, Winning Gambler says, don't forget, 32 games, two runs or less. We know what this team is with the Milwaukee Brewers, no doubt. Yeah, I know. It's kind of depressing, isn't it? Kind of. All right, that's going to do it. Good stuff today. Great stuff today. Keep it going. We'll be back at it again tomorrow, and uh, hopefully we can all reconvene then. Until then, time for us to go. Have a good one. See you.